Good evening, everybody, or good morning, or good afternoon, whenever you're listening. This is A.C. Maxwell of the Swinging Single Podcast. Yes, this podcast is all about sex and swinging and the single male perspective. No, I am not a couple, not part of a couple, been part of a couple sometimes, but not all the time. I'm just going to share all my life stories from you from the 26 years since I was 21 years going to my first club in Dayton, Ohio, the Dayton Swim and Social Club, all the way up to day 2023 to Colette's Hot Wife Party last Friday night. All right, so let's sit back, relax, grab your bottle of Jergens, and let's have a good old time. The content brought it through Swinging Single Podcast is intended for adult audiences and is offered solely for entertainment and informative purposes. The views and opinions discussed may not echo the opinions or perspectives of the podcast creator, sponsors, or associates. Please note that the content in the Swinging Single Podcast is strictly not suitable for individuals below the age of 18. Use your discretion as advice. Our podcast content should not be taken as legal, professional, financial advice and listeners should seek proper advice as required from qualified professionals any use of trademark logos copyrights associated with the swinging single podcast is prohibited without prior written consent like i said this is pretty much a amateur very amateur uh podcast so i don't think you'll be stealing anything from me and if you do oh well so what you better not make a lot of money because I will come after you. But anyways, let's talk about swinging and all things swinging. Uh, so, like I said, I started in well in past podcasts. I started in 1998. I'm from the state of Michigan. Go blue. All right, go Wolverines. Uh, and as I started, the reason why I started was basically because I was horny as shit. I'm 21 years old. You know, got a hard on when the wind blows. So you know jerking off and all that is not always fun and you know girls back then you know they made you 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 had to work for that pussy so you know swinging was something that enticed me i always love watching when i watch porn the threesomes the foursomes the gangbangs and all that oh i love the gangbang the gangbangs were the best ones i always loved them jerked off a lot to them and the gangbang scene was growing and growing during this time so, you know, being from Michigan, unfortunately for single men, it's not the greatest, but I still had a, you know, a good success in Michigan. Um, there are a couple clubs there. They have on-premise and off-premise. Now, on-premise is one where you go to the club and there's rooms and stuff like that for you to go play with. So if you find a couple, you take them to the back room or whatever, and you can, you know, do your thing. An off-premise is now is like a regular bar, just a bar to go to, you know, that you'll see on a Friday, Saturday night, and you meet people, then you go off, you go back to the house, or you find a hotel room or whatever. Those are the off-premises. Off-premises are not the greatest. Off-premises is very good if you are looking to meet and make a connection with people, but if you're strictly looking to get laid, it's probably not the best place to go. So there's a couple of of on-premise clubs that I'm gonna talk about from Michigan today. And actually, the very first club I went to in Michigan was in Paul Paul, Michigan. Now, Paul Paul, Michigan is a way, way over on the western part of the state, past Kalamazoo and all that, off of, uh, I think it's 94. So, and I was lucky because I got to bring a girlfriend. I was seeing a girl at this time. Her name was Julie, and, you know, she was into it. We would go off and find couples. We'd go online 
find couples and we wouldn't full swap we would soft swap and that would be where we would fuck in the same room with the other couples but we were never you know we had not gone there we're young man we're only like in our early 20s so you know she wasn't really into the whole full swap because a lot of the guys that we would meet would be way older than us and you know she wasn't into that older guy thing yet so we decided to go out of the blue she asked me i want to go check out this club i'm like oh okay well what you want what baby wants baby gets so you know we make a a trip out of it we leave saturday morning uh it was a beautiful day i had a ford mustang convertible we drove down 94 with our top down looking like we were fucking kings of the world so we get there we go to the hotel and we get changed and all that we shower and all that shit she gets dressed up this is a time where she really didn't you know when a girl woman goes to a club she wears you know probably the skippiest outfit allowed she did not wear that she was she was new i didn't pressure her to anything because you know what because i knew if i pressure her into anything well this might be the last first and last time we ever come so i said wear whatever you want she wore jeans and a nice shirt now remember we're 23 24 25 at this time so she's looking good nice perky tits her fucking flat abs and all that it was like it was julia was looking fine so we drive up to this place, it's, and I think the meeting place was just like a house. It was just a house out in the middle of nowhere, which is, which to me spells fucking great party. Whenever I go roll up to a club and it's in the middle of nowhere and it's in a house, I mean, this is fucking going to have, I'm going to have a lot of fun because that's what usually happens. It's hard not to have fun at one of these places because people seem to be more friendly and are DTF down the fuck. All right. So we roll up there, we do our thing, they check us in, they give us the third degree because we are solely hung and like what the fuck are you two doing here but you know we knew what we were doing we were scoping it out and the place was pretty nice it's not bad you know one thing i love about this little meeting place was when you went upstairs where all the playrooms were you had to get naked you could put a towel around you but you had to get naked and why i like that is because people would go up there just to fucking watch and they're in their full clothes. They're they're doing play by play. It's like having Joe Buck and Tim Ank, Tim uh, um, or Troy Aikman, fucking do your uh, play by play for your sex acts. I mean, it gets annoying when you're both all everyone's naked. It kind of levels out the playing field. People are quiet. People might join in. People might just sit there and watch. But they're not fucking annoying the shit out of you when you're trying to pound your girl. And remember, people and ladies. We need to concentrate. Our dicks got to stay hard. Maybe we don't have to just spread our legs and do nothing. Well, you don't, you ladies don't do nothing, but, you know, you get the trip. Keep it uh, quiet so we can concentrate on our fucking. So we go up there. We both get naked every fucking now. They allow single guys in, which at the time I was not into at all. Like I said, things change over the years and, you know, and your feelings change and your desire changes. Now it would be the total opposite. I'd be like, hey, guys, fuck this bitch for me. But now all these guys are following us, watching us. And I don't care if they watch us. Hey, I was I would do the same thing if I was them. So we go up there following us around. We're just checking it out. They had a nice little orgy room. And they had a couple rooms there that I care. I, it's vague right now because it's been so long since I've been there. So we go in there. And we've picked one room. It's an open room, and we start fucking. Me and her start doing our thing. We go at it for a while. We stop, pick up again, stop, pick up again. 
as we're there, we don't have no towels. I mind you, we just got butt ass naked because we're stupid and young. Uh, finally, after you know, she comes and she's coming and coming. I the I get the okay for me to blow and I blow my load and I pull instead of coming inside her, which I usually do. I pulled out like a fucking idiot and I blew my load all over her stomach. Now, with this would have been fine, but there's no fucking towel anywhere to be had. Now that the guys get would offer up their towel for us. So now I'm like, holy shit. And, you know, I'm not thinking I could have walked up and got a towel, but I didn't want to leave him around with these fucking, these guys that were there. You never know what <laughs> what may happen. Nothing would probably happen, but I was just trying to be, you know, gentlemanly and not to leave her sitting there doing nothing. So instead of walking up my fat ass to get a damn towel, I go over there and use my T-shirt. The only problem was my T-shirt was the only shirt I had, and now I had a bunch of jizz. Now, at this time in my life, I'm blowing fucking ropes. I mean, I could be pull out, jack my dick off, and I could shoot at the bottom of her chin. That's how far I was shooting ropes. Now it's just like dribbling out. So how how age is so cruel to us men sometimes. But So we didn't have anything to clean up with. And after a while, we danced downstairs. She wasn't into anybody. We didn't watch anyone fuck either, as I remember. So it was just us going. We were downstairs in the, their little dance room. You know, people would talk to us. People were very, very friendly to us during this time. I don't know if it was because we were a good-looking couple or we were just the youngest people there. And they're probably just curious of why would the 20-somethings be at a swingers place So this, at this time. Now, remember, this is the 1990s. And things are not the same as it is. Swinging was not mainstream yet. Not like it was today where you have movies t- that are talk about swinging and having threesomes and TV shows and stuff like that. It wasn't out in the open. So for a 20 year old couple to be there, they was kind of, it was like a big deal. So, you know, we got to be the, the king and queens of the show. I think we actually won a prize too. We won a big ass dildo for her and all that so it was pretty cool so we leave we go home fuck in the hotel room and so on and so on we move on with our lives and that was the first and last time that i would ever go to the meeting place even as a single male i never went i do believe they had they allow single men as i remember i would go and look if i was looking for a club but going out to Paw Paw, as i remember was not that attractive where i could go drive two miles i mean two hours to two and a half hours to you know Cleveland, Ohio, which has some good, really good fucking swing clubs. Anyway, so so life is going on. Me and Julie leave each other. We break up, and we go off our separate ways. I'm back to swinging single. There are other clubs. Um, trying to think, there was it was another house. Already gonna have a fucking great time. It was outside of Ann Arbor, Michigan. And I remember it was a two-story. The basement had had a garage. The garage had a hot tub in it. Never, ever fucked in a hot tub. The only time I ever fucked in a hot tub was actually when I would go to Secrets Hideaway. But they had a hot tub in the uh, the garage, which I would sit in sometimes and hang out and talk to talk to people. Then they had this big room where in the middle of the room were beds. Then they had beds that were up off the ground on the side of it and I think they had private rooms I don't remember because the fact that I never used any of those rooms 
So, you know, I would go there. I only been there a couple of times and they had a policy like you had to be there at a certain time and it was cut off. So if you didn't get there by nine o'clock, you were not allowed in. And they were firm about that. I didn't see anybody walk in after nine, ten o'clock. So that is why I like these house parties a little more because, you know, people have a little more balls are not looking to make money off of it like a lot of clubs are doing now today so i get there just hang out get in the hot tub shoot the shit with couples and other single guys that were there and there were about four or five single guys there so we're all talking you know then the party gets started around 11 o'clock people start playing people start doing little things getting a little handsy with each other i find i get to play with uh one couple there She's getting game banged. There's four or five of us there. We're fucking her. We're having a good old time with her. And she's having a good old time with us having delights and all that. And I would go there a couple times and same thing. Just, you know, find a girl, fuck her, couple, fuck them, you know. And I think I met, and I met one couple that I would play with outside of the club too. So I met them, I would meet them, you know, go out to dinner, then go take her, the wife home and fuck her in front of the husband and all that. And then I ended up finding, which was weird because I was living out in the middle of the country at this time, and I actually found a couple that lived down the street. Now, when I say down the street, it was about five miles away, and we lived out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, when I'd go to their, their house, they we could fuck outside and no one would know. The neighbors didn't know no one because of the fact that it was like five acres per plot of land there. So I was with that couple. That would be my very first couple I had a real relationship with. They would call me up like on a Saturday. Hey, you want to come over? Sure. Come on over. Smoke a doobie. Fuck. Smoke a doobie again. Fuck her some more. And they were a great couple. I mean, I really loved them. He worked at GM. I worked at Ford Motor Company at the time, so we, you know we had that camaraderie there, being UAW workers and all that. So we had a lot of common, even though they were an older couple. And at this time, I'm 20 in my 20s, so everyone's older than me. Uh, like I said before, it's like swinging is now mainstream. So now you got 20 year olds doing it. During that time, it was 40s, 50 years old. So I have a lot of experience with the older or mature woman. So I meet that couple there. Great times. Then I find the club. I don't remember ever seeing it being advertised again. So I'm sitting there trying to think of any other places. I see this place called Wild Walkers in Dearborn, Michigan. It's just a regular bar that a lot on weekends turns into a swinger meet and, meet and greet. I had never seen any action there. Only been there a couple of times. So I don't know, guys, I don't know if you go there. And you'll see anything or do anything, but it is an off-premise club. It's where you would go meet another couple, hang out, decide if you like each other. Maybe you go get a hotel room or maybe you go back to someone's house and you have your little adult entertainment there. But you're not going to go there expecting to get laid and stuff at that place. Maybe you do get laid if you go outside the car and fuck her in the car, like some women do. You know, that it's that naughty little girl thing, you know, back to high school days when you would go out in the Chevy and go fuck in the, in the woods and go home. But it's not happening there. So, but Wild Walkers is a great, for Michigan, because Michigan is very, I don't know what, what's up with it. They don't have a lot of 
on-premise clubs. They have a lot of off-premise clubs. So it's a good place because of the fact they do get a good crowd. A Saturday night crowd is very good there. So I would recommend you go to Wild Walkers on a Saturday when they have a party, if they still are having a party. Now, I haven't been in Michigan since 2010, actually. I left in 2010 for Texas, so I, I haven't been back. So I don't know. I see the advertisement on SLS. I see all those, but I don't know. I can't tell you if it's a good place now or not. So another house. Another place up in Davison, over in Davison, uh, Michigan. That's uh, north of Detroit. It was, I think it was not a New Year's. I think maybe it was. I don't know. I can't remember. But it was during Christmas break because schools were out. And I remember going up to this place during that time. And I regret never going back. So I see it on SLS that they're having a party. And I said, oh, I'll go. I think it was cost 50 bucks. No fucking deal. Pay the 50 bucks and have a good time. It was kind of like the setup in the Ann Arbor house. They had the garage was retrofitted to be a dance floor meeting place. And it had a hot tub. I never went in the hot tub here because of the, uh, I didn't have time to. And I wasn't really looking forward to getting, in the hot, getting wet. Not that wet at least. Not that kind of wet. So I go in there meet and people were friendly to me. A couple people talked to me, a couple couples did and, you know, asking all kinds of questions and all that, you know, just to get to know each other. So the night goes on, you go in the basement. The basement is where the play areas are. And I don't think they had, I don't think they had any private rooms with doors and all that. I think what they did, they set up curtains. And I remember because me and another guy took a couple into one of the rooms and we had a pretty much a threesome with a foursome with the girl. Hubby was in on it. The other dude and me and myself were all on this one chick. And we, you know, we go at it. And she's taking all of us. She's having a good time. And I'm having a good time. We do our things. Everyone has the orgasm. And, you know, you clean up and you go out and get try to find some more. I think that couple, after she got uh, derailed by the three of us, they ended up leaving. And it was, it was around 11 midnight o'clock, 11 midnight. So it was late for them. Met another couple. Just sat, I was just sitting in the chair. She comes up, starts, you know, asking if she could blow me. I said, yes, and she's blowing me. And I then, you know, I want to return the favor. So I said, would you mind if I eat your pussy? And she says, yeah. So I eat her pussy. And then one thing led to another, put a condom on, and I stick my penis inside her. All right? And me and her have a good old time. I don't know where the fuck her husband was. Probably fucking some other girl. But I wasn't, I never saw anything. I thought she was by herself, but she wasn't because I seen her leave with a guy. So me and her played a lot. I think I came twice with her. And which would end up fucking me in the end because I met a single woman, a legit single woman that was in the lifestyle. Not some, uh, I'm just here because my friend brought me here. No, she was really into it. She loved doing all that shit. She worked for the city of Flint. So I was like, oh, she's got a good job and, you know, maybe she could be the one. So me and her end up talking and shooting the shit. She really, she asked me for my phone number. I gave her my number. And I never saw, and I never saw her again, because we talked on the phone a couple of times, but that was it. 
nothing ever came out of it. So me and her start playing, and God damn it, every time, you know, I would get hard, soft, hard, soft, hard, soft. This is my first time failing at this, and it was a bad time to do it because she wanted, I wanted to fuck her. So we, she kept trying like a trooper. She was a good, good old woman, man. She tried and tried. And I would get in there. I could fuck for a minute. Then it would just go start going south. We changed position. It would go south again. And I was like, oh. And you know, she was very cool about it. You know, she wasn't like an asshole about, oh, you can't stay hard. And I told her, no, it's not you. I came like four or five times already, honey. You know, it's just, the, and it's two in the morning. So I was like, shit. So she was very cool about it. Uh, but that was very hard. Is that was a really heart wrenching thing because I pride myself on being able to perform. And even though I used my mouth on her, my tongue on her, it still wasn't the same. I didn't feel like I accomplished what I needed to accomplish, even though she did have her orgasms that she wanted, and I did give her some, you know. But you know, you, you live and learn. So I, you know, I lived to take Viagra or something. I learned to take Viagra, so that's something I had to start come to terms with. So, because this was like the end of 2000, this is like 2009. I think I was, and I think I was leaving Michigan at this time too. So I was in the process of leaving, and I knew I was like, "Fuck, man!" Now I go out like this. I wanted to be a champion, but I never saw her again. Uh, I did talk to her sometimes, and. But we never end up hooking up ever again. So that was with her, the single lady. You know, I do get some luck. I am not a bad looking guy, so sometimes I do get the single ladies after, you know, all the other people, probably. But anyways, so those are the basic clubs I have been to in Michigan. And I've been to a shitload, you know, in Europe and in the United States itself. Europe, like I said, nothing compares Took nothing, no club in America compares to anything in Europe, but now, but also places I found when I was younger were nudist resorts where a lot of swingers hung out. So naturally, I gravitated to the nudist lifestyle because you know people would hang out there, swingers would hang out. So where else would I want to go? You know. So I found two, one great place called North Haven Nudist Resort. It was my very first experience. Actually, a couple I met offline introduced me to this place. Uh, they lived out in the Irish Hills. If you're over in, if you're in Michigan, you know what the Irish Hills are. So, you know, after I, you know, I met them, hung out, played with them, they told me about this nudist resort called North Haven, and I figured I'd check it out, not knowing that it was going to be a fucking place I'll go to every weekend during the summers. Well, I go there, and it was. It's a nice place. It's not like fucking, you know, you go to Florida where you go to Caliente or Secrets or Paradise Lakes. It ain't nothing like that. But it's a decent place for Michigan. It's a great place for Michigan, actually. The pool's nice. They had good facilities, the volleyball and all that stuff, a volleyball court, all that, a club uh, in the in the rec room and all that. So I go there. You know, and I never expect to be treated like a fucking king, like I'm the gold because you know as a single male i know my place i know my place is there to serve the couple and serve the woman i'm not there to for me 
as much as you might think I am, the way I talk, no, I'm not. I'm making sure. My number one rule is always the woman comes first. Nothing else. If I don't, the woman don't come, I don't come. Because I feel like a failure and I don't want that. So I go there, pay my money. I met the owners, nice older couple. And that was it. So I go in there, lay out on the sun, you know, didn't really chat anybody up. And I started going there every Saturday, Sunday. And, you know, I got friendly with the owners. So they had a volleyball tournament. And I'm, I decided to play. I'm young. I'm in my 20s. And I'm not fucking, you know, old like I am now where I probably break a hip. So I'm playing and all that. And I remember this one guy. This one guy goes, are you here by yourself? And he goes, and I said, yeah, man, I'm here by myself. No, I'm just a single guy. He goes, and he didn't, I didn't take it as being rude or anything. He goes, yeah, it'd be nicer if you had someone with you. So what happened was the owner found out what the guy said. And they asked me, did that guy say that to you? And they, and I go, yeah, he did. But I don't really take offense to it. He goes, well, that's bullshit. And the owner was like that. Well, that's bullshit. You know, we don't, you're, you are welcomed here. Don't ever feel like you're not welcome because you know what? I never was a prick. I'm not a creeper at that time because I'm young, so I'm not a creeper yet. I'm a creeper now, but not yet. And they were very, and they were very reassuring that I was welcome there. And I, I was like telling them, I don't feel that I feel I'm welcomed. I don't feel I'm welcomed. He goes, yeah, but we know we don't pride ourselves on that type of stuff. Or, you know, everyone's welcome here, and and we just don't want that type of reputation. I said, hey, no problem, man. I have nothing bad to say about you. But that was that was when I really knew this is the place. So if I go back to Michigan, that's the place I go visit. And it's still open because I still see it. I actually was one of the first participants in the, I participated in the first year of the Mr. Nude North Haven uh, pageant uh, when they had it. And if they still have it, I don't know. I haven't checked in a couple of years since COVID. But I, I participated in that. I never hooked up with anybody there um, or anything like that. They asked me if I wanted to stay overnight because usually single men had to leave at 6. And the owners did after a while. They said, you know what, why don't you just stay? I go, nah, man, uh, I, rules are rules. I don't want to be the one breaking them, which I kicked myself in the ass. So I probably should have stayed because I probably would have got something or would have been hooked up with some very good-looking people. And that's another thing. North Haven had a lot of beautiful people. The women and the men, too. People call unicorns the single female swingers. I call unicorns the couples because you really, do you ever get a couple that's both good looking? If you have been in the lifestyle as long as I have, you will see one, one the woman is good looking and the guy is, ugh, is ugly. Or the guy is good looking and the girl's ugly. Very rarely do you get two like hot looking fucking people. But North Haven had that. They were... Good-looking people, all of them, men. You know, I'm secure of my sexuality. I can say a guy's good-looking, and there were some good-looking guys, uh, women. Yeah. And this was not when practice surgery was cheap. So a lot of these women had natural bodies. It wasn't like it is now where where every damn woman seems like now has a fake tit. But yet these same, same people fake bitch about a prosthetic cock. I don't know. I don't understand it, but whatever. So... You know, that's North Haven. If you go to North Haven, it's in Brooklyn, Michigan. North Haven News Resort is in Brooklyn, Michigan. Go there. Check it out. Have a good weekend there. If you have a bad weekend there, and I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with you. But that being said, 
there's another nudist resort. I would call it like the, I don't know, the brother of North Haven, just a little bit less classier. It's called Cherry Lane Nudist Resort or Nudist Park, whatever they call it. And I liked it because they have this little area or they did have this area when I would go. And it would be a tent and they would have sexual like sex wing, uh, you know, the X thing, whatever that is, the, the St. Michael's thing, whatever. They would have beds for you to fuck on in out in the outdoors. They didn't allow any fucking North Haven didn't allow any fucking outside, nothing of that. Cherry Hill, same way, didn't allow anything out out in the outside except for in this one area. So I would go there sometimes when I wasn't going to North Haven because it was a little bit further away from uh, North Haven. So it was a little longer drive. So I go there a couple times, check it out. I do have luck here at Cherry Hill. I was just minding my own business, sitting at the pool, sitting in the pool, basking in the nice Michigan sun during the summer. And a nice couple, a woman came up to me and she just started talking to me with her girlfriends and all that. Husbands are out doing their own thing out on the deck of the pool. And, you know, she's put her ass back to me. My, you know, my dick is hard as immediately and she puts it inside of her. And she goes, oh, this one works. And I go, yeah, you goddamn right it works. So she takes me back to her cabin. We fuck for the rest of the day. Uh, and I stayed the night there and I fucked her all night. So that was the only, but that was the only time I ever hooked up with anybody. I saw a bunch of people fucking the, uh, well, I think they called it Fantasyland area. And, but none of them ever invited me in. At this time, or still at this time, I don't, if I'm not waved over or not talked to or told by the man, I don't bother a couple. You know, I go in there with a the club, go with a smile, nod to people, say hello, and see, engage it how, how that is. Usually, you know, they'll say something back. If they say something back, then that might be a sign that they might be interested or she might be interested or something. But at this time, when I'm at Cherry Lane or North Haven, I'm not very aggressive. I'm not, and, and, and naturally, I'm not aggressive at all. Some guys I see fucking will go up to every goddamn couple I see at a club or a place, and they will talk and talk and talk and they would waste their time a lot of the times because you know what i think as a couple when i take a girl and i see a guy doing that i just don't know i don't know if i like it but you know it must work for them so but those are my experiences in michigan now i do have other experiences when i meet couples off a line on my first website I was on, Connections, had a really good, um, we're going to party Saturday night, come out to this place, yada, yada, yada type thing. And I would meet a lot of couples off of that. A lot of gangbang, couples looking for gangbangs, threesomes and stuff like that. So I had a lot of success. They had a good chat interface, probably one of the best I saw. Uh, a lot of the... Uh, websites now don't have a good chat interface and I honestly as a single guy I would not even recommend a single guy even sign up for a website because of the fact that just go to the clubs if you live in a city that has clubs in there you're lucky just go to those clubs because you know what couples are there for a lot of times even though they're a couple they say they're a couple doesn't mean that they really are sometimes it's just a dude having a fantasy of his wife fucking other men for other women and he just posts pictures of her and he just wants to chat 
can jack off to your chat sex, your online sex. He don't want to, he don't, there's no way they're ever going to meet. But, so that's why I stay off the internet. I do have ads, but I just do it to see who's doing what, who's going where. So maybe, you know, maybe if I see a couple that like single men, I can go introduce myself. I do my homework. I make it easier for me so I don't waste a whole night on one couple that has no interest in single men. Like I see a lot of guys doing. They go for the fucking prettiest girl in the place and they stay with her all night. And at the end of the day, at the end of that night, the prettiest girl finds the prettiest other girl and they fuck up. And while your hand is in your dick, not getting any. But hey, you should need live and learn. All right. I guess. So Connections was the first website I got on. And I had, like I said, I had a lot of success. You meet a lot of people and all that. Then I had to move. Um, The plan I was at went down to one shift, so I had to move. They offered me a job in Buffalo, New York, of all places, which was turned out to be a really good move for me because swinging got better there. You know, and which I'll... Which I'll go over in the next podcast about swinging in the Buffalo. You might think Buffalo, New York ain't that fun, but if you're a sexy guy, you're sexy, you love, you're a sex addict like myself, and you're a man whore, it's a lot of fun. So SLS was the main uh, was the main website during this time. Then I have SDC. I'm on this SDC right. I'm on SLS now. I'm a lifetime member. SDC uh, is on, I'm on there too. That's a good, I like that one. It really helps. It tells people can put ads out, the meet, where they're going, stuff like that. Clubs can advertise what parties. You can see who's going. And a lot of times the people that say they're going, they're never going anyway. So that kind of sucks. Then I'm on Quiver, which is a local one. It, if you're not in, not in Texas, I want to get it. SDC, um, I think it's a southern one. Because I had it in Florida, too, and it was, and it still works good here in Texas. Then I have one. There's a club here. They have three clubs. It's called the Pendulum Club, or TPC. They have their own website. I'm on that one, too, you know, just to see what's going on and see who's going. Then I'm one that's on the West Coast. I'm on one that's on the West Coast because I go to Las Vegas sometimes. It's called Cassidy, which is another good one. I think Cassidy's might be the top one because I really get a lot of hits on that. And I'm, what sucks is that I'm never in, I'm only in Vegas a couple times a year. So it's like, oh, I'm not coming and I'm not flying out there just to go fuck someone. So those are some of the websites that I'm on. You got to find out if you are somewhere, you're, you're in Europe, you got to find the one European one. If you're in the Northeast, South, Northwest, Southwest, mid, Midwest, you got to find the one website that caters to your area because unfortunately they're all regional they're not there's really nothing national where it's just one website where everyone goes to and also you don't have to use those use tinder use bumble use those dating apps to find people you and put on your ad single guys couples single guys if you're on there and you're a swinger you're a real fucking swinger you're not one of those swinging dicks that no, say that oh, I'm a swinger, but I'm only really into it's so like a fuck your wife and I and go out my merry way. If you're a real swinger, put on that you are a swinger. You go to the clubs in town in your ad, in your profile. Guess what? Girls that are interested will email you, and you don't have to go around with all the bullshit that you have to do. It cut you cut the middleman out. I have had great success. I where you think I found my Latina fuck buddy right now? I was on, I'm on Bumble. 
I put on, I go to the TPC, Colette's, I go to Live Oaks Resort, I go to Emerald, Emerald Lakes Resort. And she found, and she found me and she's like, yeah, I'm, in, I'm, I'm into that stuff. Another one, I just found one this weekend, messaged me. She's another one. She's on a swinger website too. So I know she's a swinger too. So you find them. I found the 31 year old, which I'm very angry because she don't talk to me anymore. Uh, she was insane. We went to TNG, Colette's, TPC, and we had a great time. She got a lot of, we fucked a lot, and her fucking pussy was amazing. I mean, there is no fucking, that pussy was great. I mean, I have a Venezuelan girl in Tampa that has equivalent pussy to hers, but this girl, man, her fucking tits were perky, and after having three kids, too, so I was like, fuck. I wish that thing would have worked out, but, you know, oh, well. So those are the websites that I go to. And like I said, you just got to put in the work. If you're willing to put in the work, you will get something out of it. If not, you're not going to get anything out of it. Okay? Gentlemen, be gentlemen. Show the husband some respect. Talk to the husband first. Don't wait for the husband to walk up or go to the bar or go to the bathroom before you say hello to the wife. Because for me, when we're when I'm at the club this weekend trying to find guys to fuck my... Uh, um, Latina baby you talk to her before you talk to me it's a no go and you know what if you talk to me first it's a go you can have your way with her as long as I get to watch now at the end of my podcast I wanted to go over some beautiful couples or single ladies off of my Twitter feed I got one here I got two three I'm going to put on but the first one is called at queen underscore katie 31 it's called Katie Bourbon, and she is such a sexy little mama. She is just living life and loving every minute of it. She has a nice spicy link of her OnlyFans, and she's from Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida, I got to give you some props because you got some fine-ass women there. I mean, freaky women. They love the fuck, and I'm so sad I had to move away from Tampa because I was having a great time at Caliente at Paradise Lake swinging my dick around. I tell you that for sure. But she's a really good looking lady. You know, she's got tattoos, nice ass. She works out, got some nice arms, you know, and all that. So you might want to check her out, Katie Bourbon. And it's at Queen underscore Katie 31. And this next one is from my hometown, Houston, Texas. Her name is Misty. She's got that little blue check mark, so she you knows she real. And she's at, at MistyXXXBlue. All right. She is a Texas born and raised cowgirl. Everything is bigger down here. Yeah, even the dumbasses are here, bigger down here. I also like to fish and work out. She's got her spicy links all up, and she's from Houston, Texas. And damn it, she is a cute little young lady thing. She's got a nice big round peach ass. And she thinks she's a redhead, if I'm not mistaken. So she's the one you should check out and see how what she, what's up with her. If you love outdoor girls, love the girls that like to fish and all that and hunt, this is Misty's for you because she loves doing that. She takes a lot of pictures with doing that, too. And she loves showing off that big ass, too. So, you know, you kill two birds with one stone on this one. So go see Misty at at Misty XXX Blue. And this next one, I saved the best for last because this guy, this woman, holy shit. It's the seductive hot wife. 
aka the throat goat at seduct hot wife on twitter and gentlemen couples if you have not seen this girl's profile you better because there ain't no dicks big enough for this girl she can take it all i mean i jacked off like four or five times a night to this woman because she is beautiful she's sexy gorgeous and she fucking does big cocks i mean well gentlemen unfortunately if you're dicking over eight inches you ain't getting near this girl because she does not take small dick she takes those big fucking whoppers and i tell you what there are some big fucking whoppers and whoever said white guys don't have big dicks must not have fucking found this girl because this woman finds every big white cock on the planet i mean for real guys She's from 43-year-old religious mom to new hot wife, releasing her inner sweat, follow my throat training adventures, 100% amateur. And it is, it's 100% amateur, but this girl is fucking beautiful. I even subscribed it to her OnlyFans. And I usually don't do that because, like I said before, I don't want to pay money for someone I know I'm never going to be able to fuck. I ain't going to be able to fuck this woman, but goddamn, her scenes are hot as hell. Even with all the men she does all right i mean there's one dude that looks like he was about 12 inches and she had she was kissing his fucking pelvic bone she had that thing all the way down her throat and i'm like fuck so i'm like damn this girl i better pay the 10 bucks to go see this one and she loves getting painted on her face so she loves those facials so she's very good so go see the seductive hot wife at seduct hot wife She's from Tampa, Florida, too, baby. You know, those Tampa girls. Better be watching out for them. So that's going to do it for me, A.C. Maxwell, and the single, Swinging Single Podcast. I'm going to take off for today. I'll be back tomorrow with some more adventures from my days in Buffalo, New York. If you have any questions, concerns, or wants, you can email me at swingingsinglepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at swinging single m as in mel swinging single m and that does it for today hope you all have a wonderful day email me if you want and i'll talk to you later stay sexy america stay sexy europe stay sexy asia stay sexy africa stay sexy south america and stay sexy australia and anyone else that i've missed stay sexy those antarctic people all right peace and have a wonderful night